And he said to me, Adam, when you come to worship, you don't, you don't sing to sound good, but you seek to just praise God. Come on. You don't sing for your neighbor. You don't sing for your youth group. You don't sing for the leaders. You sing because you want to know God. You sing because you want to praise God. You don't sing just because you want to be known as the best or people like your worship. You don't sing for those reasons. You sing because he's worthy of praise. You sing because he died on the cross and he took your sin. That's why you sing. Don't ever lose that heart. Don't ever lose that heart. When worship leaders come and go, when people come and go, your worship doesn't stop when they leave. Your worship doesn't stop when your situation goes down. Your worship should stop. Your worship should go deeper. Come on. Yes, Lord. Oh. Come on. Before we close out, I'm going to give you that chance to go deeper with God. And your worship shouldn't stop when the music stops. Come on, let's take this next minute just to go a little deeper with the Lord in intimacy right now. Come on. Yes, God is looking for people that just won't be bystanders, that will be partakers. Come on. God is looking for people who will partake in his glory. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, have Danny come on up here and close us out in prayer. Father God, thank you for this time of intimacy with you, God, this time that we can spend drawing closer to you, God, not holding back, Father God, but giving everything we have, Father God, not caring about what our neighbor has to say, Father God. Thank you for letting us just come together as a congregation, Father God, and give you praise and give you glory, God, because you are worthy, because you are a good God, because you died, you took our sins, sorrows, and sicknesses on that cross, Father God. You deserve the praise, Lord, Father God. Thank you for letting us just come together, Father God, with joy, Father God, and fellowship unto you, Lord. In your name I pray, God. Give it up for Jesus. Come on. 
phone, guys. Right now, we want to break up into our life groups right now. My Warriors for Christ, my JC soldiers. Get it, get it, get it. Leaders, get there. Leaders, get there. You guys have about five minutes. We got some great things we want to share with you guys. Some exciting news that are happening in this church. Come on. Now is I give so the present is a fitting lane, you know. Been watching on me from my youth and laughter. You go before me, tell me who can Never stand see up me now. Never let no see me ever flee. Judge, I give it, take away. Blessed is his faithful name. Lord, it is you with me to me, grand So I thank you for me spiritual eyes you gave me.
one more minute and we'll be wrapping it up. One more minute and we'll be wrapping it up. Scratch that, 10 seconds. money we don't even play here okay um, we'll go on to the next one small groups okay we all know they're called life groups now right life groups how many guys go to a life group you guys go to a life group okay so how many of you guys go to adam and cynthia's life group somebody should have told you all right how many guys go to my life group yes this is what i don't care about just get to a life group Okay, I would love to have you guys on mine. If Saturday works better for you, hit up Adam, hit up Cynthia, and get plugged into a life group, okay? All right, we're supposed to talk about SUM. You guys know what SUM is? SUM is the best of the best of the best of the best. That's awesome. Okay, so right here in Chicago, we have a Bible college, a Fairfield Bible college. Some of us just came back from New Orleans last week. We went to Mardi Gras. We preached the gospel. Okay, if you guys are interested in changing a generation, hit any of the leaders up. We all attend SUM, okay? And then now we're going to go into the tithes and offering. If I can have you guys stand up with me, please. What's going on with this? If I can get some help, that would be nice. All right, tithe. What's a tithe? 10% of your total income. What's an offering? Whatever you offer to God after your tithes. So, an example. If we have $100, right? Jeremiah, you got 100 bucks right now. 
What is 10% of that? <laughs> it's not five. He's trying to rip off God. No, it's ten. Don't be ripping off God. You'll be cursed. All right, so it's ten dollars. Okay? We're going to read this. I'm going to have Stephanie come on up here and read this for us. Remember the words Lord Jesus said. All right, guys, we're going to pray for the tithe and offering right now. So if you guys can respect God with me, let's close our eyes, bow our heads. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this time, God. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with jobs and with allowances, God, so that we may bless your kingdom and with your house, God. Lord, I just pray that you will continue blessing us so that we can bless others, God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So come on up as you give. What's up, Elevate? Whoa. Hot. H-O-T-T. -T. Hot. Y'all like this jam? This is Benji. I put it up just a little bit, man. This is my jam. That's it right there. That's it right there. Can we get a sway going just like this? Put your hands up in the air like this. Come on. You ain't too cool. Praise the Lord. We can turn it down. We can turn it down. We can turn it down. Turn it down. Oh my gosh. What was that? Just really quick, guys. You guys, this will blow your mind, but there are such things as Christian hip hop artists, rap artists, reggae artists, and they're Christian. They talk about Jesus. Not about the garbage you hear on B96 or Kiss FM. I'm talking about you guys you get there so much wealth. And just that's a little sample. That's tight. What that guy's like Samoan, Mexican, Puerto Rican, all of it, right, Duffo? That's something like that. <laughs> that's what it is. But it's out there, guys. If you guys want to find out more about some of this music, where you can get your hands on it, or who or what's their names, hit us up after Elevate and we'll let you know all about it. Because man, I'm telling you what, I'd rather have you have listened to that. Then listen to that nonsense Lil Wayne. I'm just keeping it real nonsense. Some of the stuff he be saying, it's just like, what? And people will listen to it, and you're based your life off it. It's like, yeah, it's going hard. I tell you what, I have a friend. Who, his name is Elliot. Everybody know Elliot? Elliot, this church. Elliot Schwartz. Anyways, he helped build this church. Or not build the church, but, you know, decorate all this good stuff. But I remember back when I was in Lane Tech, you know, I always used to invite Elliot, and um, Elliot would come along, he'd come to Elevate, and he'd, yeah, that's cool. But one of the things Elliot used to listen to was, was Jay-Z. And if you know Elliot, this man was just like a Jay-Z fanatic. He had every CD album you could ever think about Jay-Z dropped. And guess what? You ask him when he comes back. He based his life how he felt and what he was doing off the music. How he was feeling, put in a CD, he'll go back to the Black Album, put that in track number four. That's how I'm feeling today. And he can relate with it. And for such a long time, he was just relating to it. And he couldn't relate more. He related more to the music than, than he did to the word of God. And then as he started growing, he started coming and he started seeking God. God spoke to his heart about that kind of music. Here it is, guys. 
Here it is. We want to glorify God with everything that we do, everything that we watch and hear. Amen. So we got to watch that, the stuff that we're watching and the stuff that we're allowing into our ears. You know, the things that we're listening to. I'll just keep it real, guys. Some of us, we love God and we'll sing praise songs, but then we leave this place, we'll sing what the world sings. Does that make sense? Should it make sense that, that our mouth, at one time we're praising God, and then we'll go sing that filth and just talk about what, but that doesn't make sense. I'll put you right now, if I were to give you the mic and you were to sing some of the things you were singing during the week, oh, come on now. How many times would Adolfo have to go, Lord, the volume down, they're about to swear. Just keeping it real. And we see it like nothing bad. Here, let me tell you what. Guys, it's, it's in that personal relationship with God. When you see and you get that, rev- you don't need a revelation to know that stuff is bad. What? You, you just understand. You listen. It's like it doesn't match up with the word of God is saying. Amen? Amen. Receive that today. Guys, let me see if we can get the Facebook, the, uh, the video, the Easter presentation. I want these guys to see it. You know, someone go on Facebook. Log on Facebook and get that for us so we can play it up here. But guys, in April... Okay, April, that's next month. We as a church, Sunday services are blowing up. Everybody go like this. Don't smack your neighbor. (laughs) Jamar just got smacked. We are blowing up, guys. And here's the thing. You guys get to be a part of that since the history of Metro Praise. I mean, this is the biggest thing that we're... I mean, y'all look at this. Y'all make some noise up for the lighting and the stress. Come on. I mean... We are legit. Too. When I walk, I thought, oh, my gosh. Like, this, this is legit. Okay, praise God. And tell you what, guys, we, you guys are seeing these things as we sing these things. The leaders, Pastor Joe, this is something we've never done. Two services. You know, you guys get to be a part of the and Metro Praise, you know, history as we grow as a church and as we keep on packing out this place. Amen. Because we're believing your family, your cousin, your uncles, your relatives, your friends, your high schools, your jobs, all to get saved in Jesus' name. And it happens. And it, oh, Hold on a second. Come on, come on. We, we'll shout down a preacher when all get. It happens. Everybody go like this. <laughs> Just point to yourself. Yeah, don't point to yourself. Point to your neighbor now. All right, point to another neighbor. And then point back to yourself. Because this is where it happens. It happens when you go out and you share the word. Do we have the Facebook presentation up yet? Almost. We'll keep on doing it right now. All right. But, guys, these are some of the things that we're doing. We're going to have a 9 a.m. service and 11 a.m. service. Now, guys, here's the thing. If you guys come to Elevate and you make Elevate your ministry, you make Elevate your service, that's awesome. But how many here have family that don't come to church? All right. Well, why don't we go out and we say, hey, you know what? There's a my church. You know, we have a Sunday service. Mom, Dad, come on out. Start praying. Start inviting him. Open up your mouth. He can use you. Amen. Do we have it? Let's play it. Free gifts for the kids and free photo portraits. How sick was that? Had like the opera. Oh, click, click, click. You know, that's awesome, guys. So we're doing it, guys. Invite your family. I'm telling you, just one invite away from your family being saved. 
Come on. I mean, let God be God. Amen. Don't be afraid. Well, they'll never get saved. I mean, they, they're so bad. They've done this or not can never, you can never see it. But in God, I mean, he sees things differently. He doesn't see things the way you see it. Amen. So go ahead and do your part. Invite your family. Sunday services right now, 10 a.m. Guys, open up your mouth and let God use you. And everybody said amen. amen. Praise God. Okay. Today we're talking, we're, we're kind of focusing about evangelism because how many guys know if we just talk about, oh, Easter presentation, oh, yeah, but we don't go out and share, guess who's coming? Nobody. And, and that's a no-brainer because, you know what, you're not even telling nobody about it. And it's not just about a service, but it's about Jesus Christ. So we don't want to get it twisted. We don't want to get you guys confused. We're not just here to have fun at church. We're here to know Jesus Christ, but in the process, we can have some fun. Amen? Praise God. I love having fun in church. That's one of my favorite things to do, having fun in church, having fun in the presence of God. And I don't know if you guys know this, but it's totally, totally okay to have fun in church. I just blew some people's mind. Like, we can have fun in church? That means I can, I can, I can be myself. I can love God. And I, I, can, I can be free in worship. I mean, there's so much, guys. There's so much. We want you guys to have that, experience that. And we have a strategy to go about that. We have a strategy. And week in and week out, we say it. We say our vision is loving God and loving people. Our strategy, who is a bold male or female in this place that can stand up in a loud voice in your best preacher voice say our strategy not a leader <laughs> a loud voice come on hey amen give it up for jason <laughs> i was like was that it yes he got it amen connect mentor and send and we highly believe in that and guess what the bible teaches it it's not something we made up like this would be a good idea other churches, people around the world are doing this very same thing, calling it, you know, you know, reach one to teach one to reach one. The different ways they're saying it, but it's all in the same. You can find it throughout the Bible. Connect, mentor, and send. And today we're talking about the connect part. And I really want you guys to get this firm inside your heart because how many of you guys know that, okay, we probably have filled up the first two rows, right? Right, we filled the first row. I believe in this place can get filled up in Jesus' name with young people crazy for God. Can I get an amen? amen? Oh, come on, people. Come on, people. I'm going to tell you what. Church is not just about yourself. Boop. I just popped some other people's. It's not just about you and what you can just. I'm going to get here and just be myself and be around my own friends and just do my own thing. It's about you getting filled with the spirit of God. The spirit of God catching and saying, man, he changed me. I'll tell you what. When I got saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, you didn't have to tell me to go tell my parents. You didn't have to tell me to go tell my friends. That came natural because the Holy Spirit was inside of me. I knew it was real. So forget this. Let me tell you about Jesus Christ. But hold on a minute. Have we made it about ourselves? Have we made this thing just about ourselves? What we can get out of it? What can the church do for me? Just me. Just me. And we lost the vision because when you start focusing just on yourself, you lose the vision. You find yourself in a state just like, well, going back and forth. You're dealing with the same sin all over. Or you can't get over this. You can't pass that hump. Or you don't know what's going on. It was meant to go to you, get inside of you, and go through you. And we're going to talk about that. Connect. Everybody say connect. Connect. Okay. Anybody, just by a show of hands, anybody understand what that word means? I don't have to break it down. The word connect. Or we got a bunch of smart people in this place. Just raise your hand if you know what connect means. If not, I'll take the time to explain what connect means. <laughs> you guys know what connect means. It means to bring, bring something or with another thing together. Amen? And in this strategy, we have connect, mentor, send, 
we really uh, uh, expand this and we break it down into two, three points rather. And in your notes, you have your notes, take down, fill in the blanks and take down some more notes because I believe this is going to help you today as you continue to leave this place and go share your faith with Jesus Christ. Not just about you, but just say, hey, God can use me too. Well, did he save you? Are you, are you saved? Yeah, we can use you. Amen. Come on, let's do this. The first things first. Number one, you have to connect to God. You have to connect to God. Now take some notes on these things, okay? Connecting with God means this, and we say it, we preach it when we go evangelizing. It means to have a personal relationship with God. Question. Question. Ask yourself, do I have a better relationship with my friend than I do with God? Question. Do I have a better relationship with my friend than I do with God? The Bible says this, my friends. You shall have no other gods before me. You should put nothing before me. You should have no idols before me. Let me tell you what. As many times when we hear the word idol, we think that's just a statue or portrait of something. Right? Let me tell you, an idol can be anything you put before God. Anything you put before God. It can be your, 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 your games. It can be sports. It can be friends, yes, friends. And when I say that question, ask yourself, do I have a better relationship with my friend or with God? Because let me tell you something. When you connect with God, it becomes real. Then when that day when I got saved, you didn't have to tell me God was real. I knew it was real. Because you know what? I repented in my heart and I got saved. I got God, come into my life. Change me. I don't want to be the same. I just don't want to have church. I want to have your Holy Spirit inside of me. That's what the Bible says. Having a relationship with God. Let me tell you something. Christians today are more driven just to be in heaven than they are to know God. I'll say that again. Christians today are driven to be just go to heaven than they are to get to know God. Let me tell you something, friends. If I die, I don't want to go to heaven if God's not there. I want to go where God is at, amen? Is that your heart? Oh, just my ticket in? I'm safe. I, you know, I just I put it in so when I die, I'm, I'm good. Or is it to know God? Friends, you have the opportunity today and tomorrow and the day afterwards. That's the best thing about connecting with God. It's not he just gives you limitations. Fridays and Sundays, only by appointments. And if you miss it, I'm not going to talk to you for a month. The, this Bible says that the spirit, he lives inside of you. And you have that free connection. Boldly enter the throne room of grace. Boldly, that means all, I mean, all the time. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I mean, right now, if you wanted to, if you were to say right now, get close with God, what would you do? Close your eyes and start praying in tongues. Why? Because you know that's what, man, that's what happens with me. When I close my eyes and when I focus on God and I start speaking in tongues, I just feel it. It's that connect. You have that every single time. And guess what? You have that when you go back to school. It's on tap when you go back in school, when you're in your family, when you're back home. I mean, just think about these situations that you found yourself in this week that you really didn't want to find yourself or just the heartaches, the troubles. I mean, on tap. I mean, you're getting an argument or you're seeing an argument or you're about to do something you know you shouldn't do. The Holy Spirit's there. And if God, help me, what do you say? What would he say? How would he speak? Having a relationship with God. You talk to God and he talks back to you. Amen. Amen. Open up your Bibles and see if we can get it on the screen for me. Colossians. The book of Colossians. 1, verses 21 to 23. 
I'll repeat it again. Colossians 1, verses 21 to 23. Praise God. When you guys get there, say amen. If you guys need more time, say, oh, me. (laughs) All right, praise God. I'll give you about five more seconds and we're going to get there. Colossians 1, verses 21 to 23. And it says this. I'll read it out. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. I'll read that again. Once you were alienated, separated from God, from and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, not because of what somebody else did. Or what the, it's because of your evil, beha- evil behavior. 22, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. 23 says this, if you continue in your faith, established and firm, not moved from the hope held out in the gospel, This is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. Here it is. God has made you new. And now you have that relationship. What we were talking about, you were once cut off from God. Fine. But when he came and he saved you, when you guys were born again, when you said, God, come into my life. Jesus, I need you in my heart. And you made it personal. This is what happened. He made you new. He reconciled you. Presents you holy in his sight. Do you know that the Bible says this? And I don't know if you guys know this. You guys should understand. The Bible says that without holiness, no one will see him. No one will see God. And what does the Bible say here? Through Christ's physical body, death, through the death, to present you what? That word right there. To present you what? Let's all say holy on three. One, two, three. Come on, say it like you're awake today. One, two, three. Holy. Holy in his sight. So what God has done for you, only God can do. It's not something you can do by good works. Never get it by good works. Well, maybe you used to go to church, you used to live radical for God, but, you know, now you want to make it up because, you know, you have been doing that or you've been sleeping around or you've been, you know, swearing and you've been given a false testimony of who you are. You say you're one thing, but you're another, you know, the next day. And now think, well, I'm not going to go back to church. I'll just, you know, because I prayed once. I'm going to come back and I'm just going to be a good person. Let me tell you what. You need to come back and repent from your sin and say, God, make me holy in your sight again. Make me holy. You know, David in Psalms 52, when he sinned and the prophet Nathan came up and told him his business and that's you. You know what David did? He cried out to God. God, don't take your Holy Spirit from me because he knew. Because he knew separation from God was the worst thing ever. He didn't want to cut off. He didn't want to have the women. He didn't want to have nothing but the Holy Spirit of God and that relationship. Let me ask you something. Is that precious to you today? Or is it one thing you, oh, well, maybe if I don't sin today, if I make it today. Number two, to remain connected in God. Fill that in your your notes. To remain connected in God to God. Here it is. And we all know that that prayer, right? Right? Prayer is one way we remain connected with God, the relationship. We keep it alive. Prayer, talking with God. And man, you're not going to have a relationship with somebody if you don't talk with them. Right? I mean, just be real. Like mom and dad, they're not going to have a healthy relationship if they never talk to each other. 
I'm just that's it. And here it is. Prayer, we know that. Read the word. These are some of the things that we stress you hear us say. And even though we say it, how many of you guys are doing it? That's why we keep on saying it. Until you guys wake up and say, hey, maybe I should read my word. Maybe I should read my Bible. And Christian fellowship. Let me tell you what. The life groups is, is a great way. A great way to remain connected, to have that fellowship with people, with your brothers and sisters in Christ. To say, hey, man, I'm not going to go back with Joker because, you know, when I was with them, you know, I was trying to be someone I wasn't. And when I went with these people, I just, I'm different. Stay in the body of Christ. Don't go outside. The Bible says don't be unequally yoked. Come on. Don't you know that bad company corrupts good character? The Bible says that, y'all. Come on, Christian fellowship is so important. How about this? I love this about remaining connected with God. Do you think that we'd only stress prayer, right? Uh, reading the word, Christian fellowship. How about this C word? Sometimes I wish the church, I wish Christians would do this. This C word is people, sometimes hard for us to say, even admit, or even do. And I'm going to say it. You guys ready for it? Confession. Confession. Why is it that the church, when you talk about confession, they get all offended. They want to say, well, don't tell me to do this. Well, I can't do that. Let me tell you what, y'all. The Bible says that, you know, if, 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 if you love God, you'll keep his commands. If you love God, you'll keep his commands. Confession. Don't justify the sin. Don't cover it up. Don't excuse it. And don't act like there is no sin. Right away, when we say what's wrong in your life, when there's confession, right away we, have to, we like to act as if nothing is wrong. It's fine. Oh, nothing. I'm cool. We cover it up. We act like there is no sin. Are you sure it was anything I prayed for you about? No, I'm good. You know, let's pray for the nations. I mean, we're in accountability right now. You sure it was anything? No, no, no. We can pray. We can pray for Japan right now. Dude, what about you? Nothing really. Oh, uh, well, how's this thing? I remember we used to talk about this. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's once in a while from time to time. Let me tell you what. When you don't confess your sin, guess what? You keep walking in it. I'm going to say that again. When you don't confess your sin, you keep walking in it. That's it. Here, open up your Bibles right now to 1 John 6. 1 John right now. First John six. I'm sorry. First John one. First John chapter one. Verse six. Amen. Say amen when you get there. Let's do this. Come on. Watch this. If you don't confess your sin, you keep on walking in it. So you're not all right in your mind. You may think you're all right. And you've conformed your mind to already what you know and what you say is okay. But let me tell you what the Bible says. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. Let me say that one more time to the word of God. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet we walk in darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. We lie. We lie. Don't justify. Don't act like nothing's there. I'm going to give you this, this example. Before I get to the example, I want to tell you what. Confession. 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 Sometimes people cringe and it's like, ah. You know it's hard to do, but let me tell you what. When you repent, you're saying, no, 
This is not who I am. Because when you lie, you keep on walking and you conform your mind to the sin. This is who I am. This is what I'm, this is what I'm called to be. This is what I'm going to do. When you repent, you say, no, this is not who I am. You turn from your ways. You say, no, I, I don't accept this. I accept with the word, God. Let's read verse 9. Come on. It says this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. I'm going to say that again. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. That word right there, confess, in the Greek means to say the same as. Okay? That word confess, if we confess, if we say the same as what God is saying, call sin, sin. Call sin for what it is. Call sin how God calls it. When you say the same as what God is saying, not what you think or, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm doing this. Let me say what, if you're fornicating in this place and you go up to the person you're fornicating with and they say, is this wrong? No, chances are they're not going to agree and say, oh, it's a sin because you know what, they don't see it the same way. Say the same as God. Call it the way God calls it. Sin is sin. No way around it. Don't try to, man, that's okay. Maybe I struggle with this, but everybody struggles with that. No, it's sin, ugly before the Lord. And if there's no holiness, if you don't repent, there remains a fearful wrath. Come on, we don't, we don't talk about that. Oh, it's the love of God. He just loves. There's a wrath of God for those who deny Jesus Christ. That's the God of the Bible. Read your word. Let me give you this example. When you don't confess your sin, and I use the most just random example, probably not, not even far-fetched, probably funny, maybe. Let me give you this example. When you don't confess your sin, it's like you're walking one day, and you're walking with your pal, and you're just doing your thing. You're strutting because you're all bad. You're cool. And you're walking, and you step into this huge, I mean, nasty, I'm talking about a load of dog poo. Like, you just go right into it, and it's like, and it comes out the size. That's how much dog poo there is. It's like you step on it. It's like oozing out from the sides. If you were to wear a chonclas, it's coming up through your toes. Nasty, smelly. And your friend is switching like, oh, oh, dog. It's like, what? See, when you don't confess your sin, you don't see it the same way as. Oh, you're going to see, oh, that's just some dirt, just some soil. It's fine. And you keep on going. They're just like, what? And you'll get in the car. Like, don't get in the car. You're getting in the car. You're driving. Like, What's that smell? Oh, what's that? Oh, no, that's, that's, just, that's just dirt. And you'll go to work, and you're doing everything. People are walking by. You're like, mm, mm, gosh. What is that smell? I don't smell anything. When you, you don't call it the same way, you don't call it the same as, you won't see it like that. But how about this? You're walking, right? You're walking with your pals, and you step on the mother load. You're just talking that guap. When you repent, when you call it the same way, when you confess, you're be like, oh, you're going to take off your shoe. Go by the nearest water. Bang it out. How many of you know we're going to take a stick? All right? You're going to dig that thing out. You're going to take all your time. And you're going to go home and change your shoe. So you need to call it the same way God calls it. And let me tell you what. Some of people in here, some of you Christians, you guys stink. 
because you stepped in dog poo. Some of y'all stink, and you stepped in dog poo, and you know it. And girl, let me tell you what. Everybody else knows it. The world knows it. You walk around, I'm a Christian, I love God. What's that smell? Oh, my gosh, that don't, that don't smell like no Jesus fragrance. What is that? That's the worst part. Everybody else knows it. Confess your sin. Call it the same way as, amen? Let's keep on going. Number three, be connected to a good church. Be connected to a good church. I love this. I love this because this is specifically talking about Metro. Praise. Come on, somebody. Can I get a what, what? I love this because, look, man, there's some good churches out there. But personally, I'm biased. I think this is the greatest church ever. Amen. And let me tell you what, you guys are get to be a part of it. There's so many things going on. We want you guys to grow in the things of God. And I'm just going to go over just say some of the little things that we do throughout the week, how we go out and we change the world for Christ. Throughout the week, we have ASP where young people come here and they learn about God and they get to do their homework. And you guys can get to help them out if you guys want to get some service hours. That's great. On the weekends, we go out evangelizing. And even during the week, we go out to your high schools. Because let me tell you what. The Bible says they're not going to know if you don't go tell. It's like, well, God, I'm praying for the nations. And, and we're going out to the nations. God, we're, we're praying. God, send us there. Give us nations. And we're going out there. In the same way, when you pray for your high schools, when we have the slide, and we're praying for our high schools, God, save our friends. Guess what? If you go to school, mm, you don't say a word. Just mind your own business because you don't want to offend people. Go out. Be connected. Evangelize. Get out there. These are some of the things that we do, guys. For example, life groups. Life groups. I'll tell you what. I've seen people that have come to church, go to church their entire life. And I was sharing this with the one-on-one. But if I sit them on a conversation, you just hear some of the things they're talking about and some of the things that are coming out of their mouth. You'll be like, is this person really saved? How long have you been going to church? Ten years. What? And you still talking like that? You still watching that? You still doing that kind of thing? And I'll tell you what, life group, accountability, some of the things we have and we offer that we want you guys to be a part of. These are some of the things that at first you may seem like it feels uncomfortable, but when you fellowship, when you get around people that love God and just be open, say, God, change me. I'm willing. Open up your Bibles right now and in and, and closing to Acts 2. Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. Acts 2, 42 to 47. Let's get that. Be connected to a good church. The 101, 201, the points of light program. We go out to the inner city, to the places everybody doesn't want to go because they figure their church is all the way over there, so let that church do. We go out and we, we, you know, we touch a world for Jesus Christ. Amen. Come on, let's read this. Let's be, be connected to a good church. And when we read the book of Acts, this is talking about the early church. I'm talking about where they used to get down back in the day, back, back, back in the day, the first church. Here's some of the things that were happening. Verse 2, it said, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. Come on, y'all. I'm talking about that. They were, it, was, it was happening. 
Come on, I want, I'm talking about, I want, I want somebody to come here in a wheelchair, get healed by the Holy Ghost, walking and dancing, and show you guys how to dance. Someone who's been in a wheelchair couldn't stand in their feet praising God. Let me get somebody in here, get them, get them saved and healed. They'll put you guys in shame how much they'd be dancing and jumping around. And you're like, oh my gosh, you guys could do this all the time? Crying, you're just like, what? Miraculous signs, signs and wonders. I want that to be in this church, amen? Come on. We're done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods. They gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together. What? How many days? Every day. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God, enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved i'm talking about when the church becomes a church and we see what god sees and we get that vision and we say what the early church did is for us today come on that's what i want that's what i'm, I'm not too far-fetched because right now you go in africa people are getting healed why because they have faith for it i think today in american society we've just been give me what i want just come for me just i want to come into church i want to see it like this i want it to be an hour long and that's it i don't want to really jump because i'm not used to that we would go to places where they're desperate for god where the word of god if you were to preach if you were to say it can put your life in prison or even cost you your life what is happening in those places healings people are getting saved Reinhard Bonnke saw a million people come to God, a million people altar called. There was about at least two million there. Nations are getting saved. What about the church in America? Where has our passion gone? Connect. We need to connect back with God. That's it. It's not more ministry. It's not more just, just making yourself feel good. It's not about that. It's not about that. Get connected to God. Remain connected to God. Connect to a good church. Now you young people, take that, what God has done, and share that to the world. I'm talking about on the streets of Mardi Gras, on the streets of Bourbon, people were getting healed. I was listening to the SUM webcast, and they did a testimony service. They just had music playing and people coming up to the mic. Testimony after testimony after testimony of what God did. And the, the testimonies of healing kept on coming. The testimonies of salvation kept on coming. The testimonies of people getting words, getting prophesied over, kept on coming. Why can it happen today? I'm looking at a young people today who are able but here's the thing. Are you willing? You're able. You are more than able to go out. But are you willing? Whatever it takes, God, use me. And I'll tell you what, that might scare some of you guys. Like that's, that's a little too much. That's a little radical. It's first, God, I want to connect with you. Because the vision that I have now for the world, I first started, God, fill me up. And I started seeing people the way he sees them. Connect. Learn that for yourselves and then take that out to the world. Amen. If we can get Kim Walker's spontaneous song, number one, played for me softly in the back. I want you guys to stand on up. We're going to close. And we're going to receive prayer right now. We're just going to pray. And I want you guys to, to want this. And we're not going to have no one lay hands on you, no one pray for you.
But specifically, I want to challenge you guys, and I want you guys to come up to these altars when you see this, when I dismiss you. Just more to ask God to come into your life to just whatever those blocks are. Guys, if you know there are things blocking you, stopping you from getting that connect with God to even receive a message like this, come up and get that right. But at the same time, let's start crying out. Next week, I want at least everybody to bring just a friend. And not just because we want to just get this place packed up so our church can look big. Because we want to see people saved. The reason why we go out and we tell you, go out to your friends, tell them. Because we're telling you that if you don't go out, if they don't know about Jesus Christ, there is no hope. There is not just being a good person. Let God come into their lives. Guys, get filled with the Holy Ghost right now with every head bowed and eyes closed in this place. Father God. Lord, I pray right now in Jesus' name that you pour out your Holy Spirit abundantly over their lives right now. Father God, Lord, if there's things prohibiting, Father God, hindering them, Father God, from your presence or from hearing your voice, Father God, I pray, Lord, you send the conviction of the Holy Spirit, Father God, and may they come right before you. But, Father, I pray right now for a power. Come on, start speaking up, guys. Start praying right now. Father, I pray for a power. I pray for a grace. I pray for a boldness to come their way through the Holy Spirit. Fire, consume their hearts, consume their fears, God. Change them, change them. Right, guys, I want to dismiss you right now. I want you guys to start thinking of three people. Before we come up to these altars, think of three people right now that you know, that you know you can share Jesus Christ with. Right now, three people. Come on. Father, I pray for Zach in Jesus' name, Father God. Lord, I pray for Ryan. I pray for Jackie in Jesus' name. Father, you will save them. Come on. Three people. Come on, come up to these altars right now in Jesus' name. Come on up, start praying. Start lifting up, start lifting up. Come on, come up to these altars. Start lifting up, start crying out from your friend. Don't wait from everybody else. Don't look at what your neighbor is doing. Think about those people that you just thought of, those three people. Start praying for them. Start calling out for them. Come on, put the music up a little bit. Come on. Come on, cry out to God, cry out to God. Come on, I want you guys to start coming up to this mic. I want you guys to start coming up to this mic. I want you guys to start crying out for your friends. I want you guys to encourage each other. Be passionate, be bold, claim them out in this mic. Pray, come on. Someone come on up. I cry out for Julio, my God. I cry for Vanessa, my God, for Ruben, my God. That you just draw them closer to you, my God. I pray, my God, that they'll hear your name, my God. That they'll know you more, my God. I pray, my God, that you just place me in their shoes, my God. And you allow me, my God, to share your name, my God, your word, my God. And to save them, my God, to draw a new soul to you, my God. To bring a new brother, my God, a new sister closer to you, my God. Add another person to my family, my God. I pray, my God, that you just give me that faith, my God, that boldness in my God. To say your name, my God, to preach the word, my God.
to give them your love, my God, to show your love, my God. I pray, my God, that I will live like you, my God, and show them what you have done for me, my God, how you have changed me, my God. I pray, my God, that you just draw them closer to you, my God, in your glorious name, my God. I pray. Come on, keep on coming up. Come on. Let's cry out. Jesus, Father, I got to cry out for Jasmine. Father, I got my best friend, Jesus. Father, God, I just pray for her, Lord Jesus. Father, God, in her search for a church, my God, Lord God. Father, God, I talk to her every day, Father, God, Jesus, but I just pray, Father, God, that her bomb, Father, God, will still be there. Father, God, Father, God, I love her so much. Father, God, Jesus, I just pray, Father, God, like that she will stay strong, Father, God, in her search, Father, God, knowing that I am right there with her, Father, God, Jesus, searching and praying and hoping, Father, God, she feels, Father, God, the fire and love wherever she goes, Lord Jesus. I pray, Father, God, for the condemnation to leave, Father, God, Jesus, and just to, and just to fear for, for, for like a new start, Lord Jesus. I pray for Jesus, Father, God, for your, for your love, Father, God, and your mercy, Father, God, Jesus, to fall on her life, Father, God, and just allow her to feel comfortable, Father, God, wherever she goes, Lord God. And I just pray, Father God, Jesus, for your presence, Father God, just to consume her life, Father God, Jesus. Allow her to know that you are still there, Father God, Jesus. You still love her, Father God. And just because she's not at Metro Praise, like that you have left her, Father God, because you have not, Father God. You love her, Jesus. Jesus. I pray for my lunch table, my God, Lord Jesus, Father God. The place where we socialize the most, God. I pray, Father God, for conversations built around your love, Father God. Your mercy and your grace, my God. I pray, Father God, for for, for like relationships just to grow, Father God, in your name, Father God. I pray for visitors, Father God, to come from my lunch table, Father God. Fresh new faces, a fresh fire, a yearning heart, Jesus, to come from my lunch table, Father God. Use me, Father God. Use the people around me, Father God, Jesus, just to bring you more people, Father God, Jesus. People who love you, Father God, who want you, who need you, Father God. Father God, we just cry out, Father God, and we thank you for the victory. Father, I thank you for the victory personally for my lunch table. Father God, I thank you for my school, Jesus. I thank you for my city, Lord God. I believe, Father God, Jesus. We believe, God. I believe, Jesus. I believe. I believe, God. Come on in Jesus' name. Come on up. Who's next? Come on, we're going to leave this mic open right up here. Just come up to it and start praying. Come on. I thank you, God, that you are mighty to save, God. And I pray in each and every one of us for a fire, God, a consuming fire, that everywhere we go, that, God, people will be consumed by it, will feel you, God. I pray in the name of Jesus for power to consume us, God, that faith will arise, God, and that we will go. We will trust in you, God, and we will see power flow through us. God, in the name of Jesus, I pray we will be intercession warriors, God, that we will not relent, God, until you have it all, God, in the name of Jesus, I pray power, God, I pray in the name of Jesus for our schools to be saved, God, that we will not sit back and wait, but at the sound of your voice, God, we will go, God, we will not hide the gospel, we will not sugarcoat it, but we will stay at it as it is, God, we will say the truth, God, and we will trust you, God, that you will do everything. 
Jesus, that we will trust you, God. We will be drenched in prayer, drenched in your Holy Spirit, God. I pray in the name of Jesus, we will walk in your ways, oh God. I pray this youth group, God, will walk in your ways, God. We will seek you, God, seek you, thirst for you, hunger for you, God. We will raise up a generation that seeks your faith, that loves you, God, and will not hold it back, will not be quiet, but we will go, we will go, we will go, because you are real, God. You're alive, you're alive, God. Right now, everybody look up. I'm in an attitude of prayer. I just feel this. I want us to come over and just start praying over these chairs. Not because we want to bless the chairs, but we're praying that God would fill them up. Fill them up with your family, your friends. We're going to start claiming it in Jesus' name. Come on. Let's start claiming some things and binding up some things in this place in Jesus' name. Come on. Just start going around. Just start praying over these chairs. And just start saying, God, I, I want to see my family. God, I want to see my friends. Bring them. Bring them. Bring them. Save them, God. Save them. This youth group, God, save this city. Father, save the youth of this generation. God, save the youth of Chicago. Father, we believe and we declare that you are able and that your word will go forth and pierce their hearts, not by works of man, but, Father, by your Holy Spirit, by your power, by your love, by your grace, by your mercy. And we declare it here in this youth group over these students, God, that, Father, you will use them. You will use them. Father, we pray for every chair in this place to be filled up. Father God, with souls for the kingdom, we believe it, we declare, we say it is ours in Jesus' name. We bind up that spirit of alcohol. We bind up that spirit of fear. We bind up that spirit of, a, of, a, of abortion. We bind up that spirit of lust. Come on. Come on, we believe, God, that you are able, that you will move, that you will work. And Father God, we are expecting, Father God, we say these things in expectancy, Father God. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God. I believe your blood over every single one of these chairs, my God. God, that every person that sits in these seats, oh God, that they get a revelation, God, of who you are. God, that your Holy Spirit just manifests, oh God. <coughs> your Holy Spirit, God, just comes upon them, Lord. God, I pray, God, for your Holy Spirit to just touch every single one of the people that, that take the place of these chairs, God. That that one chair bring a whole row. That one chair bring a whole section, Lord. God, I pray, God, that you're just, your spirit, God, be so heavy in this room. God, that it carries over to the youth group that will come next Friday. That will come this Sunday. Lord, God, I pray, God, for your for your just presence to be so heavy. And Lord God, I pray that our prayers, God, don't go in vain, God. That we put that we put passion, that we go put compassion, that we put love, and we put a meaning be, be, behind every single one of these prayers for these chairs, God. God, that we get a heart, God, to, to see this whole room filled with you, God. That we get an urgency, God, to just go into the streets, to just go into our families, God, and to block every single person that is going to hell, God. I pray, God, that you give us a heart to just pluck them from the world to show them who you are lord god i pray that you give us that heart god that you break us break us god start with us clean us we are your vessels 
just plead your blood over our lives, God, that you clean us, that you use us, Jesus. In Jesus' name, God, use us. Use us, God. Let us be let us be warriors. Let us be soldiers claiming this world. I pray that we go, that we go in prayer, God. That we just go, God, with Jesus. Lord God, that we just go, Lord. Go, God, with the mindset of who you are. Go with the mindset of fulfilling your kingdom, God. That we go prepared, God. That we go prepared to reach these people, Lord. God, cover us, Lord, in Jesus' name. I want you guys to come up for this last song. I want you to raise this song up. We're going to sing it over this city. We're singing it over our friends and family. We're believing it today that our God is greater. Amen. Our God is greater. Let's go off in and, and power and victory and authority. Come on, raise it up. Come on. Declare it today. None like you. Come on, our God. Say, our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer. He's awesome in power. Come on, our God. Our God is great. Come on, lift up your voice in this place. Come on. God, you are than any other. Our God is healer. He's awesome in power. Our God. Sing it out. Our God. Come on, hallelujah. Father, we believe in this place that if you are for us, who can be against us, God? So can I mama And if our God is for us, then what could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against us? And if our come on, then what could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against us? Lift up your voice in this place. Give a shout out to God. Come on, Jesus. Hallelujah, so koto robo bo so ko. Our God is greater, our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God. If our God is for us, then what could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? Hallelujah! Oh, Father, we bless your name in this place. You receive all the highest praise. You are the, the receiver of our praise, oh God. Come on, in closing, I want you guys to come up to the front and hold hands.
Just come up to the front and just hold hands. Come on. Everybody in this place, come up to the front. Just hold hands. Your God is healer. awesome. Come on. Oh, Father, we thank you. Come on. Our God is healer. He's awesome in power. Oh, turn on myself. Come on, with eyes closed and heads bowed right now. The Bible says this. The Bible, the Word of God says this. That greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Come on. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And it says that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Father, we thank you for your word and we thank you for your truth. And we thank you for your grace. That God, as we leave this place, Father God, your freedom, <laughs> your freedom will follow us, Father God, back to our families, back to our schools, God. Your Holy Spirit, who is inside of us, that is greater in us, Father, will follow us. And Father, our prayer, Lord, that you put it on our hearts, those three people that we thought about. Father, the people that we cry out for, God, the people we want to see saved. And know you, Father. We pray, Lord, that as this week comes on, that, Father God, we will step up in faith and in boldness and be a witness for Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, use us. Use us, Lord. Father, we praise you. We praise you, God. There is none like you. Thank you, Lord, for this time. And every child and every son and daughter in this place said amen. Come on. Come on, give God a shout of praise. Come on. Come on, before you leave, get two people a hug and tell me you love them in Jesus' name. Come on.